how you been, Doug? Anything anything exciting happening? Oh yeah, I had quite an exciting uh yeah week this week, I would say. Probably the most exciting thing that happened is I got a piece of mail from glassesusa.com and it said that my glasses have passed the quality inspection and that they're on their way. Oh, that's good. The thing is, I didn't order any glasses. Weird. So that's going to be extra exciting to see what shows up, huh? And I did recently go to an optometrist's office, but I got glasses from them. Do you ever order uh, so products I, in your I, sleep or anything like that? No, I'm not on like Ambien or anything. Maybe there'll be cat glasses. My cats <laughs> ordered them. <laughs> there'll be tiny little cat glasses. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah well, what a I week. Mean, I can't beat that. All right. Do we start the show already? Did we already start it? We started 20 okay, minutes ago. Um, so I guess you're listening to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Welcome, I'm Kip. And I'm Doug, and this is Toss Pussage. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, reviewing all you One Star Reviewers. Kip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, One Star Podcast with Scott and Tospoissage, Tospoissage, it's Tospoissage in the city. Coming to you straight from the city. Yeah. I like I like that Christmas song where they mention city uh, sidewalks. City side, slipping on city sidewalks. <laughs> that's That's the only lyric I know of that song. City sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. What would Christmas be? Without city sidewalks. <laughs> this is the show that, the only show that strives for a one star rating, a perfect one star rating. Yes, please rate us one star. Yeah. And, uh, and some of you aren't listening because we got another five star review. And now we're up to 1.5 stars. Uh, this is ludicrous. I, I mean, that's a real one star person. Who's leaving us a five-star review? Yeah. Get it together. This doesn't change soon. I feel like we're gonna have to change it to the one point five star podcast with Scott and Jeff. You know, and that acronym is gonna sound ridiculous. Top Fussapo. Right. Oh yeah, that, that that does not roll off the tongue like Tosposage. No. I know. I know it sucks. Yeah. Uh, anyway. This is the podcast where we <laughs> review uh reviews. Yeah. Uh, should we bring uh, on our guest today? Yeah, yeah. This guy is a TV mm -hmm. star. He, you probably know him as uh, Dr. Clyde Sherwin from the uh, True yeah. TV comedy sketch <laughs> slash clip show Clipaholics. Oh, huge and shit. Could, do you want to tell them about Clyde Sherwin? Well, you, first of all, you didn't, even, it, you didn't even say my oh, name. Oh, Doug Perkins. <laughs> Doug Perkins <laughs> is here. Okay, Dr. So, Clyde Sherwin. Tell him about Dr. Sherwin. No, he was wasn't he a, doctor? a doctor. Oh, he wasn't? So Clyde, Clyde Sherwin is <laughs> is kind of like a Steve Irwin character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he but. dresses similarly, but he is, a, he is an expert in video clips of animals humping things. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, always, he's always getting really turned on by the videos, too. All right, Doug. Uh, what you got? This is the part of the show that's called what you got okay Doug, what you got? guys here's what i got uh 
I got more soap <laughs> reviews. <laughs> this is your third week in a row of soap reviews. So bar soap again. This is leading for... <laughs> off with the bar soap reviews. This is for three times in a row. This is for uh, Irish Spring. Um, previously, we had done <laughs> what if we did du- Dove and Dove? Dial. This is for the uh, <laughs> regular green Irish Spring. You know, I will say that that's the one I use. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. No idea why. Could not tell you I why, why I use it. I use why? it. Because it's like the cheapest at Costco. It's like you get 20 bars <laughs> for like six bucks or something. I don't it's even know why. I feel like they do they add aloe to it now? They have some that's a special aloe? order. Yeah, that's yeah. a special order. But uh, uh, those were those were good commercials. That was always a guy like taking a shower in a waterfall or something. Like he was Scottish or something. I guess he probably was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott, it was, it was a, All right, just start just do the review. Here's a one star review for yep. Irish Spring, and this person yep. who will not give their name says smelled great but made my skin burn and peel off <laughs> peel all the way off <laughs> yeah all the way, just muscle kind of like that like a muscle and blood yeah kind of left <laughs> here's uh of uh, some five star reviews oh for irish spring uh john jones john jones irish spring soap five stars and says I like Irish Spring. It's a good soap. I only use it in the winter months, though. I found <laughs> I found out that strong spelling, strong smelling soaps and colognes have a tendency to draw the pesky little bees. They don't know what? the difference between a flower and the scent you'll be wearing. That's a compliment for Irish Spring. So they come to investigate. In the spring and summer months, I use an unscented soap, and the little bees leave me alone because I'm wearing nothing to draw their attention. Just saying. Irish Spring is a good soap, though, with a nice, pleasant scent. Yeah. Yeah, the bees think it's a flower. Yeah, the bees love it. The bees love it. But listen to this from Old Codger, who gives it five stars, and says, okay, I'll admit, I don't wash with the soap, but I've been, <laughs> but I've been using it for years as a deterrent for deer. <laughs> for, ma- right. okay. for many years, right. <laughs> deer would rub the bark off young saplings I planted, ultimately uh-huh. killing the young trees. But by hanging a portion of a bar on the tree, the deer steer clear. I usually quarter <laughs> the bars and just hang one quarter. The original works best and lasts a good while. Once the trees are a few years old and have a trunk five or six inches in diameter, <laughs> the soap is no longer needed. <laughs> this, doesn't, this doesn't seem like the right place for this review. Yeah, no, you know I know. I, I think uh, it's it someone like... Is. I don't know... I don't know where you leave this review, though, but I'm not sure where to leave it. But, but I think it is... Yeah, it's, it's kind of a good place, I guess. He's very... <laughs> He's clearly very proud of this solution he found yeah. and wants to share it with some people. But I, I would but think I, like uh, a horticulture chat room or something. Yeah. Maybe. Well, how many people are reading? Well, first of all, how many people are reading reviews of bar soap online? But how many people 
yeah, are who? doing are reading reviews of Bar Soap Online and want to know about its deer deterrent abilities for people for like uh, gardens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But here's another review from Brenda who says, this deal was the best price deal I could find for this soap. Rodents uh-huh. chewed out the wires from our car, so we grate this soap and spread it in our garage to keep rodents away. <laughs> Has worked wonders. So this is a... They're really getting a secret bonus five-star reviews, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They we're going for five-star reviews from people that were uh, just using soap. <laughs> that must be a dream, though. Dream come true for the f- fine people at Irish Spring. Like, <laughs> yeah. double usage. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, L.K. Crawford. So wait, that's, is the, the rats don't like it? They smear it on the rat holes or something? Well, here, I'll read this one. L.K. Okay, Crawford right. gives it five stars and says, I wish this soap was a favorite as it's truly more than I need for my bathing needs. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is too much soap. Oh, God, I smell great. Yeah, <laughs> You don't have to use the whole bar. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to, you use it and then you use a little bit more next time <laughs> until it gets really small, until it gets too small. Yeah. And you keep using it. <laughs> right, right, right. Until it's like, until you're trying to use it, like, till it disappears. Like, you're just going to keep washing yourself and eventually you'll just have a dry hand one day. Honey, are you still in the shower? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still uh, working on this bar. Yeah. I got this bar, this bar, this bar right here. I got a sliver of it underneath my pinky finger. I'm going to wash my whole body with it. Uh, After reading an article that mice repelled, mice are repelled by the scent of Irish spring soap. I hit Amazon and ordered. Living in my house for 13 years, we'd had mice troubles for a couple years as evidenced in the basement and some of bath kitchen cabinets. Bath kitchen cabinets. Okay. Bath, kitchen. bath and <laughs> kitchen. kitchen cabinets. And then in. Oh, not, their kitchen is not in the bathroom. Right. And then in brackets, they put shutter. Ooh. What? <laughs> and, okay. And then they say, we. Is that the right use of brackets? I don't know. Um, okay. I don't either. But it gets the point across. <laughs> sure. Okay. We used a variety of traps and mouse poison, and we killed some, but not enough. Two years ago, the problem became increasingly worse as I caught one stealthily dragging a dog biscuit across the countertop. It disappeared into my oven, and when I opened the door, he sprang out at me. Eek! (laughs) This is a soap review. A soap review. I did kill a bunch. How much? I would assume it's got the most action of all the most of the soap reviews. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I did kill a bunch with traps and desiccant feeding stations, but one kept tearing off insulation from my dishwasher's exterior and trying to build a nest in the adjacent drawer. Yuck. Uh Chewed Uh wires in the doors of my garage cars. All of this costing me over $700. I took several bars of Irish Spring and sawed them in thirds. I placed thirds in my cars next to the garage doors, in my kitchen cabinets, throughout the basement, on the basement stairs. So the holes are filled. <laughs> Use of desiccant feeding station and liberal Irish spring placement. I hope mm-hmm. I have rid the darn mouse parties. So this, that's it. They No, what happened? They don't even know if 
What? If it worked, but they left the review. Yeah, and they gave it five stars just for basically showing up and for the faith that he had in the product that it would do what this article said it would do. Yeah, it's like, hey, I got your soap and I cut it into three pieces. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> uh, here's one more five star of Irish Spring. Karen says five stars. My husband won't use any other soap. And then Ooh. that's the headline. Then the review says, my husband is happy with it, so I am happy. <laughs> what a what a sad th- thing. I guess I guess it's you know not she doesn't sad. Like she gave it five stars. She she has no issue with it, but all that matters to Karen is that her husband is happy. That must be a uh, very Christian household, you know, where the <laughs> the wife. Um, is supposed to just serve at the husband's pleasure and just do whatever it is the husband wants at all times. I'm just trying to picture what drove her to write this review. It's a great question. I have no idea why she wrote this review. It's like, is she going to like print it out and put it on a Valentine's Day card or something? Like, it, what is it for? It's just, it's got to be pure boredom, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like, oh, you know what? My husband's been using Irish Spring for 10 years, but today I'm yeah. going to go on and tell Irish Spring just how truly happy I am that it makes him happy. I've <laughs> never, like, Amazon doesn't prompt you at all to leave reviews either, right? You have to sort of, like, seek it out yourself. I think so. I think so. Oh, here's what, here's one that I thought was just weird. Great scent and popular product for family use. And uh, BN Me says, this is a family favorite. Do you sit the kids? Hey, kids, we're going to go around the table and uh, <laughs> talk, about, talk about the newest soap we've been trying. And if everyone likes it. Get so off weird. that social media crap. We've got to sit down and have a conversation with us about soap. Very important. I, I've got to write a review, kids. Do you like the soap or not? I've never even considered like what. You know, I will say this, actually. I will say this. I was going to say that soap, there's no difference between any soaps. But, like, I remember when I was growing up, the soap that was at our house was yeah. like ivory. Ivory, which is like... Okay, yeah. It's almost like, it seems like an industrial soap or something. You're not going to put on some ivory and then walk outside and have a bunch of bees hovering around your armpits, is what I'm saying. Yeah, probably not. But that that's a good... I'll make a note. i got to look up some ivory reviews. <laughs> Next week. Next week. I can't wait to lead the show off with Ivory Bar Soap Reviews. This will be like a, a little series within our series of like podcasts. I'd like it'll, to see how many times in a row you can do it. It'll be known as like the Soap Triptych. Uh, soap of, Sessions? Yeah, the Soap Sessions of Tospoisage. <laughs> another, another episode of Soap Wasage. <laughs> so Kip, that's uh, that's that's what I got. Uh, I was wondering what you got. You heard about this COVID nineteen, Doug? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like a, a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, they're shutting down all the businesses and, and stuff. Oh, huh? I tell you, if you get this thing, it's a very strange thing where you a lot of people lose their sense of smell. Oh yes, is one of the side effects, but. This article I was reading says negative reviews for scented candles rise along with COVID-19 cases. 
<laughs> Isn't that awesome? Just people that can't smell, just ripping on these candles for having no smell. <laughs> I love that idea. They would not. Awesome. They would not like this uh, soap either. I don't think. <laughs> no, I'll bring those next week. That's good. Uh, yeah, soap and candles next week on Tosswissage. <laughs> okay, I've actually got these ones that are for uh, hair, like hair restoration. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, you you do a lot of research on that weekly. Yeah, I'm a bald guy, but as Doug, I've said this before. You know this that it's by choice. Right, right, you know, right. I've shaved head. I shaved my head. I can uh-huh. grow as much hair as I want, but I choose not to. You got a prescription for a razor. Yep. But I was looking up some reviews of like Rogaine and stuff like that. Right, because you want to look real cool again. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a uh, Rogaine, right? The, I think the main ingredient is minoxidil or something. Costco sells it. There's Kirkland minoxidil. And I can talk about this because I'm from Kirkland. That's true. Kirkland, Washington. The yeah, home of Kirkland brand. Yeah. And yeah, I, the first I, Costco. I would like to uh, talk about just balding in general. And it is amazing that sure. they, haven't, sure. they haven't found a cure for that yet. You would think that would be like number one priority. Yeah. And this, uh, because they figured out dick pills, you know, that that was big. That was big. Um, And you would think they could figure this out, but uh, it must be a tricky one. Isn't there a movie that's like this crazy espionage, super spy thriller that's all just about the guy that finally cures hair, hair loss? Are you thinking of the movie Duplicity? Yes. Yes. With Paul Giamatti and. Clive Owen. Yes, I think. that is ex- exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what sort of part of the plot, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, I remember awesome. seeing it in the theater awesome. at the Landmark. Yeah, that's a that's a good movie. I remember really liking that movie. Um, anyway, get on it, scientist. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, here's a one from uh, Beto Death gives uh, Kirkland Minoxidil one star and says. Be careful with this product that has ruined my life. <laughs> oh. Because it has caused me erectile dysfunction for like six months. <laughs> Wait, he kept using it though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then okay. he says, This product should not be sold. Yeah. So he just, he's, the product ruined his life because he had erectile dysfunction. So it must have lost a girl or his yeah, but, person or whatever. I mean, but it's a real catch-22 yeah. because you got to have hair to have sex. We all That's know true. that. The, we all yeah. know that. And so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he doesn't need an erection if he doesn't have hair. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, <laughs> I do see what you're saying. This is a... Uh, I can now I understand this guy a little bit better. So if he were to lose one more hair, he yeah. would never have sex again with this whoever he's with. Oh, he's with someone? Oh man, good for know. him. You've got a good point there. Like at what point do, do the scales tip? Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. You know where women just won't have sex with you anymore. Like well, he's been riding that line maybe a little bit. The more hair you lose, the less hard you can get, and, <laughs> until eventually you lose all your hair. And then you can't get an erection at all. So as long as there's one hair on your head, you could get a very slight erection. 
but oh, like a real wispy one, a real thin wispy erection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell me. Here's a review from Tyler Hearn. First off, let me say I am a real customer and a real user of this product for a couple of years now. This is not like the traditional minoxidil I have ordered many times in the past. I am not putting this in my hair. I am not an affiliate of any sort, but I will be using something else from now on. I'm sending it back. <laughs> okay. Never didn't try it. So he's op- he smelled it. And it smelled a little off, so he sent it back and then wrote a one-star review. You know these people who are, like, you took the right way out. You just shave your head. That's the way to go. It's uh, these people who are trying to hold on to their hair. I feel they must have had just incredible hair at one point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, or that was their identity at some point. Right. You, like, had the best hair in, in school, and you just, like, rode that. Yeah, it was high school. They had like a, a three or four year window of just being on top of the world because of their <laughs> right. hair. Right. And right. now it's all gone to hell, like <laughs> in their mid to late 20s or whatever. And they, they just don't know what to do with their life. But like you, with you, you probably never had like great hair anyway. You just had normal, I, I think normal true. haircuts yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah, no, I had a flat top. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like you're, I was like, like I was like, I was like ten years old, and I looked like I was like a, in the military or something. Right. Yeah. So you didn't have any sort of when, weird attachment to your hair. I don't know, man. But that was when flat tops were hot. I hope they come back. <laughs> like Chris Mullen had flat tops. Oh yeah, that style. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what I had. He does the shaved head now too. I had a, uh, well, I had a a poster with Chris Mullen that said outer limits. And it was him shooting three pointers from space. Ooh, did he, did they shoot him through Saturn's ring? Oh, Rings? no, he was just on no. some okay. sort of like space court on an asteroid or oh, something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, okay. What else you got for monoxide monoxide? All right. Here's another, here's another one. Um, I used this product for over a year and it did nothing but cause my hair to fall out faster. I kept using it because the product warns about shedding. God, what a great uh, advertising thing that is. Yeah. Just got to keep using it. That's how it works. All your hair falls (laughs) out first. Just keep going. Then about three or four years in, you'll start to notice something's going on. One of the signs that it's working is that it (laughs) stops working immediately. That's a fucking genius. God, that's so genius. That's how you know it's working. Yeah, he used it for over a year, and his hair kept falling out, and he just kept using it. <laughs> just these side effects. <laughs> yeah, buy our product. Um, we'll take away your erections. Your hair will fall out. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> this guy says, uh, <laughs> not a good product. This is from a Yonut. He says, this caused me severe itching and open wounds to the scalp. I would like a refund. <laughs> Jesus. He just wants a, he just, all he wants is a refund. That's all. Uh, open wound. I don't know if this is one's true because he showed a picture. It doesn't look like an open wound to me. I just uh, feel sorry. I, I picture the lab rats with male pattern baldness that uh, they test these on. Yeah, there's huge erections and. <laughs> uh, but really, this—I mean, 
Not all those lab mice have got it made. There's got to be one lab mouse out there that's like the coolest mouse who ever lived. It's just huge dick. <laughs> like a, a and a pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is what I mean. I mean, not only have they not found a cure for baldness, but this is the best they got. Like this product <laughs> that'll like burn Great your point. head. <laughs> Great point. It's Great crazy. Point. It's crazy. Like Propecia. That's the yeah. like Propecia. Yeah. Uh, there's a chance you know you may grow some hair back, but also if a pregnant woman touches this, she'll die. Yeah, she can't even touch it. <laughs> She's not even allowed to be in the same room as it. And so the guys crazy. Just keep taking it because she'll leave him. If he doesn't yeah. have that hair that she fell in love with during that four-year window. I mean, the real like problem is that the culture, you know, something in our culture is against bald people, you know. To yeah, yeah. Our friend, our friend Goldie wrote a book about it. It's great. Oh yeah, what's it called? So you're going bald, right? Yeah, let's plug that. book. Yeah, it's so really funny, bald, but it's really funny. But it's about people that are just starting to go bald and like what you're in store for and like what you're gonna experience in the coming years but there should be there yeah. should be a magazine just called like bald magazine and it's just <laughs> different like bald guys on the cover every week <laughs> that'd be so great sponsor this week actually doug you kind of jumped it over uh Oh yeah, this, this week's sponsor, Bald Guy Magazine. <laughs> All the weekend activities you can do when you're bald. Yeah, the t- the top ten sunscreens yeah. for your dome. Yeah. Who, ne- who needs a swim cap? You're bald. Top twenty ways bald is actually better than haired. <laughs> That's what they call people with hair. Haired people. Hair. Those ha- hairds. <laughs> hairds. Yeah. Um, I have this theory about like marriage. Where I feel like, uh, like ninety percent of all marriages take place uh, be, while the guy knows that he's losing his hair, but the woman hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he, he proposes because he thinks yeah. she's gonna leave him. Yeah, in two months bald. it's over. Yeah, <laughs> and so they have to propose like right then. <laughs> that, that, maybe yeah, that's, that's the pr- conspiracy that women somehow I don't know I don't know who's behind the conspiracy, but they're making. Uh, maybe it's the evangelicals are making sure that men continue to go bald so that they will keep asking women to marry them. Oh, to keep the family unit alive. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Because marriages are going down. And, uh, yeah. But bald guys got to get married. Yeah, they right? do. They have to lock somebody up. <laughs> Here's a review for Minoxville from Boss who says, Just got the package today. I will rate it and write an actual review after using it. One star. Who is he alerting? I just got it. I just got it. I'll write a review when after I've used it. Oh, yeah. Well, can't wait, this buddy. This is the review. This is the review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is it. This was your shot. So he's going to go back and update it? Cause yes, he hasn't yet. Yeah. This was Because that uh, review stays there for forever, buddy. And this, and this review is from two years ago. We got to check in with this guy too, Doug. Jot his name down. His name is Boss. I'm sure he died B-O. from like open wounds on his scalp. <laughs> uh, CS gives it one star and says, Not even worth the time to open it and pour it in your head. If you're newly going bald, seek a hair transplant specialist or shave your head. So this person poured the product in their head. 
<laughs> so yeah, you just like drill uh, a it. drill a hole yeah. and put a put a funnel <laughs> yeah, yeah, in like, it, like motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> Sound yeah, it sounds like he may have been <laughs> using it. Wrong. That was a stupid. <laughs> for this person too. Daniel Dobbs gets one start says, "Read the fine print." Instead of the spray, I got the eyedropper package. I'm hoping that this person didn't just try to put it in their eye. (laughs) Hairy eye. I didn't get the spray. I got the eyedropper. So I just did a few eye drops, and now I can't see. Have your eyes started going bald? Mine mine have all... I was was born with bald eyes. Uh, Here's one more review. This is from Ing Chaos. Who gives it one star and says, "Not working on forehead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that would look weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> trying it to connect, work. trying to connect the my hairline to my eyebrows and not having much luck. It's not working. The fuck? That's all I got for the for the hair. Do you have anything else, or should we do that during the anything else segment? <laughs> Yeah, let's save. Uh, I have some other <laughs> else's, but let's save okay. that for anything else. Doug, would you like a break? Kip, uh, give me a break. Give me a break. I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Give me a break. I'm looking forward. Get behind me. Pull out every stop. From the break, uh, sitting here with my special guest, Douglas Owen Perkins. Uh, you may know him uh, as Dr. Clyde Sherwin from the hit true TV show, Clipaholics. Uh, good to be here. Good to be here with you, Kip. Talking about reviews. And what was it that, how did you get in character for your performance as Dr. Clyde Sherwin? It was very simple, really. I just put on... Khaki everything. <laughs> khaki shorts, khaki shirt, khaki hat. Then I was in character. Uh, do you, Doug, do you have any news for us? Any oh. Passage news? This is where we do the news. Well, this is exciting. Uh, Kip and I uh, were the two people talking. Mm-hmm. We recently signed a little bit of a contract. Oh, yeah. You can tell them about this, huh? Can we tell people? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, okay, uh, all it's, right. It's great. Um, we signed up with this organization called uh-huh. the Sea Org. <laughs> the Sea Org. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we signed a billion-year contract to do this podcast for the Sea yeah. Org. Now, we have yeah. to uh, go live on this ship, but that's fine. That's fine. It sounds like they have set up accommodations for us <laughs> over at the Sea Org. Uh, so, yeah, all we got to do is show up with uh, our reviews, and uh, we're set for the next billion years. 
That's a lot of episodes. Oh, yeah. One a week? Um, yeah. What's 50 times a billion? 50 billion? <laughs> so it's about 52 billion episodes? Man. Yeah, I just I just am just happy. It feels good to just have people appreciate your work, you know, to be able to. You know, you never, you never hear about an NBA star signing a billion-year contract. No, no. Yeah, I, this has got to be some sort of record in the <laughs> podcasting community for sure. It's I don't huge. know. It's huge. I'm not going to lie. It's huge. I think uh, WTF may have signed one similar. You know, he's been doing his seems like a billion episodes. But not with the Sea Org or with like, Oh, Spotify? no. I don't know who he's with, but we're with the Sea Org. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> okay. Well, what do when do when do we actually get on that boat? Uh, they said they were going to come um, apprehend us uh, <laughs> in the coming weeks. So yeah. And this is this is the boat that like once it gets out to sea, no country will let it dock at their country, right? Yes, it's. Uh, I believe we won't have to pay taxes either because <laughs> we're. Because we're in international waters at all times. Right, right. We. I, I mean, this all sounds like good news for the podcast to me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I always look out for the best interests of me. <laughs> uh, Doug, do you want to tell them about our, our sponsor this week? Oh, why don't you go ahead and tell them? Well, we talked a little bit about it er- earlier, but it's uh, Bald Guy Magazine. Mm, yes. Because you go to the, you're at the grocery checkout. You know, there and yeah. you all you see is beautiful people with beautiful hair. A lot of them are women on yeah. the cover. Beautiful lives. Yeah, with a short shirtless guy. You know, right? The abs. There's a couple of magazines like that, but they never show uh, a shirtless head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hair, the shirt of the head. They say. Um. Yeah, you you don't see that too often, but now you can in Bald Guy Magazine. Yeah, and you, I told you they they did an interview with me. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, this upcoming issue. <clears throat> oh, sweet. Yeah, it's about my my story, my hair loss story. Your testimony. Yeah. Your yeah. testimonial about your hair loss. Testosteronimonial. Uh-huh. Um, those can be harrowing. For sure. Yeah. So check it out. I get pretty deep. You know, I talk about, um, you know, when I first, when I lost my first hair. <laughs> that would suck. Like it's a tearjerker. It's you, a real tearjerker of an when, interview. If you get your first pube and then you notice like your first oh, hair fall out on the your same head. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. the sponsor. We were talking it's about- big for me. You know, it's it's a big deal for me. It's a lot to get off your chest, you know. I wish it were a bigger deal for me, but that's all right. (laughs) Okay, so it's time for this this uh, new segment called What Else You Got? All right. Am I up? All right, and we're going to start off this uh, week with Doug. Doug, what else you got? Okay, so since it is the season um, of, of, you know, Honda Days... I thought I would read some reviews of some Christmas movies. Uh, Ooh, I like it. From IMDb. And a lot of people have strong opinions about these classic Christmas movies. And this one is about the movie A Christmas Story. 
Yeah, one of my favorites. I enjoy it as well. I yeah. think it's very, yeah. very lovely little Christmas movie. But yeah. Dave Doty disagrees. Uh-oh. <laughs> he reviewed. He wrote this review on Christmas Eve of 2019. He was really upset. And he says, okay. So many people tell me this is their favorite Christmas movie. But I have to say, after trying to watch it through every few years... That is, to me, just awful. For one, if my Christmas memories were of my father using such foul language, (laughs) I would probably not like the Christmas holiday very much. In defense of people who like this film, you grew up in a time when life became crude, and life can be what we make it to be. Art doesn't imitate life anymore. After being in schools for decades of my professional life, I see that life now imitates art. Life and our art can be kind, altruistic, and good. Or we can allow art to cause generations of our young to become coarse and use foul language. It seems each person and collectively greater society has already decided. There are some superb Christmas movies if you can allow them in your home. (laughs) It happened on Fifth Avenue, Christmas in Connecticut, and The Bishop's Wife for a few. God, those sound boring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but isn't isn't the only foul language when they cover up the bad language with fudge? No, the dad swears a lot, but they never like hear him swear. He does that like you know, Garfrogan blade, Garfrogan, Rogan. Oh right, know? yeah, it's like you don't a know cartoon. What the words are even yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know that all swearing today that we mm-hmm. hear today is stems from that movie. Oh yeah, right, right. No. Things started to really go south <laughs> after that movie. When A Christmas Story came out in 1983. <laughs> well, she says, she's saying that life imitates art. This person thinks life is like the bishop's wife. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you watched The Bishop's Wife? Uh, never. I've never seen it. <laughs> but there is. It's a classic. But there's two of them. There's an old one, and then there's one with Denzel Washington. <laughs> right? I think so. I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, a remake. Oh. With oh, I guess I got to see them both back to back. A one-star <laughs> double feature for Christmas of The Bishop's Wife and The Bishop's Wife. <laughs> All right, Kip, what else you got? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't ready i thought you were gonna do more okay here's one from uh here's just a quick one this is for um it's for a stiffy pills you were talking about stiffy pills earlier <laughs> I, yeah all the time it's called uh extends el says what well, gives it one star and says doesn't work made me very sick lots of diarrhea it doesn't work as it says and that's another thing that when you're really trying to get in the mood and yeah Stellar sexual experience. You definitely, the opposite of the rock yeah. hard bone is the loose anus, of <laughs> <laughs> uh, diarrhea in the bedroom. It's also good that yeah they don't happen at the same time. Like <laughs> it's it's better that it don't work and you have diarrhea than it does work and you have diarrhea. <laughs> That's a great point. You're talking about, and you're, are you picturing the scenario where you're having sex, but you also have diarrhea, or the part where you're trying to do diarrhea with a bone? Yeah, the second one. 
<laughs> well, they're both bad. Yeah, they're both bad. Both and I, scenarios and are bad. to be honest, I've never pictured either until now. Until <laughs> this review? Yeah. Well, I'm, th- I'm glad I could bring that to you. Breaking new ground on the Christmas episode <laughs> of Toss Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Santa brought me a diarrhea bone. <laughs> What else you got, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dude, anything to do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. This is a review for the Christmas classic Home Alone. Mortar Music 3000 says, Does anyone else loathe this piece of garbage as much as me? This terrible piece of garbage deserves a zero. <laughs> A zero. Actually, I would vote negative numbers if Ooh. I could. Oh, burn. Burn that at one out of every two people puts in their <laughs> review. Yeah, they're one-star reviews. As an yeah. adult, this is a big reason why I am beginning to hate Christmas. <laughs> it's extreme. <laughs> what a terrible, cruel movie. There are literally no redeeming characters in this film except maybe the next-door neighbor. I hate Macaulay Culkin. That's one sentence. I don't see how you can get any enjoyment out of this thing unless you are totally sadistic and have no conscience. Plus the fact it is the stupidest piece of garbage I've ever seen. It's not funny, and there's nothing about this that says family entertainment. It's hard for me to believe that I seem to be the only one who feels this way. The characters in this thing, my God, it just makes me want to vomit and then cry bitterly how people can be so cruel Kids and adults alike, pieces of garbage, every one of them. I get a, uh, I get a feeling if you meet this guy, he wouldn't be real funny or fun. <laughs> the movie is a, it's a cartoon. It's like a Warner Brothers cartoon or you know Roadrunner versus Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> he seems like a guy that's never like smiled or laughed in his life. You know, he doesn't like even understand what a comedy movie is. Like then the people were saying things that were ridiculous. And why were there and why were the slipping sounds exaggerated when the robbers fell on the ice? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kip, what else you got? Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, here I got another one. Okay, pretend you're me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kip, what else you got? <laughs> okay, thanks, Doug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Doug, yeah, I just uh, heard that you were reading some home alone reviews. I also uh-huh, I can't uh-huh. That's, that's right. Also, I have some Home Alone reviews. <laughs> I'm just going to read one more Home Alone one. So this is another buzzkill person named Preppy, who says one out of ten. This got by with a PG? A heavily dysfunctional family are going away for the Christmas holidays. They accidentally leave eight-year-old Kevin, the annoying Macaulay Culkin, alone at home. Other than doing what a normal kid would do, go to a neighbor or call the police, he decides to stay at home all alone. Yeah, that would be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He had to get home alone and he calls the police and the police come over and they reunite the family. Well, I believe in the movie they make it seem like he thinks he wished his family away. Yeah. Like in a magical sense, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so there's that hole filled and then uh preppy says two burglars joe pesci and daniel stern both who deserve better try to break in colkin manages to single-handedly set up elaborate bobby traps to stop them 
that's their spelling. God, what those a, guys were great in that movie, though, weren't they? Oh yeah, they're good. You couldn't. Daniel Stern is people. amazing. What a violent, sick piece of garbage! I caught this in a theater back in 1990. I saw it after a long week at work and expected a mindless, fun PG movie. I was horrified by what I got. For starters, the story was impossible, leaving behind an eight-year-old kid by mistake. Come on. Also, the whole family is heavily dysfunctional and not at all funny. Col- yeah, that's why they accidentally left him behind. Colkin manages dysfunctional family. to set up elaborate traps and stuff that no eight-year-old could ever do. <laughs> it's a f- movie. When Pesci and Stern show up, the movie goes from... Them. Stupid and unbelievable to extremely violent. These poor guys repeatedly get burnt and hit repeatedly on the head and face again and again. And it's all played for laughs. I was sickened by the level of violence in this film. How did this get a PG rating? Also, violence against people is not funny. It got (laughs) to the point that I was rooting for the burglars. Aside from all this, it just simply isn't funny. It's sick, stupid, and unbelievable but not funny. The acting is as bad as you'd expect. Culkin is annoying from the start. Not cute at all. You want the little brat to get it badly. Stern and Pesci do what they can with nothing rolls. Still, I realize I'm not the audience for this. In the theater I saw it with was full of families with their kids. During the violence, all the adults sat there horrified while all the little kids (laughs) were screaming with laughter. A few parents dragged their kids out of there. I wish I had joined them. This was inexplicably a huge hit and led to the thankfully brief career of Colkin. Avoid this like the plague and definitely <laughs> do not let small kids see it. And then <laughs> at the end it says 12 out of 57 people found this helpful. <laughs> it's not like I don't think Pesci uh, was going for an Oscar with this role. Yeah, trying to play the part of like a cartoony villain. There's another person that says that the the traps that he sets up are not realistic yeah I know. it's like i bet she hates that movie where the guy gets the kid gets the magical basketball shoes this person just doesn't enjoy i mean they shouldn't watch anything no yeah things aren't for you yeah don't uh leave the house i think you'll be better off don't read any matt christopher book that's for <laughs> sure like like ice hockey magic yeah there's magic in those books that's uh, that's what else I got. Should we move on to our uh, final segment? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, it's called Anything Else. Uh, Ed, Doug, you got anything else? Nah, let me see. Nope. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. Yeah. Kip, do you have anything else? Yeah. I, I didn't have anything else earlier. <laughs> okay. I still, I still have nothing else. Yeah, you started that segment way early. <laughs> I did, I did. That's a uh, just another groundbreaking podcast in the books. Put, Put it, it in the book. Yeah. Volume uh, 200 and something of the Encyclopedia Tospusagica. I get so excited just thinking of the, yeah, the archaeologists who are one day going to listen to this podcast and be blown away <laughs> by our intellect. Love it or hate it, you gotta rate it one star. That's right, folks. And remember... If you don't like this podcast, try a different one, you, you <laughs> jagoffs. And also, email us, tosswissage at gmail.com. That's tosswissage at gmail.com. Be the first to email us, and we will send you a transcript <laughs> of episode, episode 104. 
104. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Episode 104. <laughs> okay. Sayonara. <laughs> Au revoir. All right. Talk to you later, Doug. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> okay. Let me stop this. Let me stop this madness. Let's stop recording this madness. <laughs>